This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am Mark Grody, and this is indeed the Daily Score, which is coming to you from Soldier Field, and it is after a win. We don't get to say this a whole lot. Bears win on Thursday night football. They beat the Carolina Panthers by a final score of 16-13. to It was not pretty in any way, shape, or form. The Bears trailed at halftime, but believe it or not, even as the Bears seem to be struggling. And a lot of the reaction that I was getting on social media was, this is embarrassing. Watching these two teams play, you could tell that the Bears were the better team. And there was that feeling at ha- when they came out in the third quarter that they were going to be able to pull this game out. That feeling has not really come to me this year. And there it was. Uh, Bears win by three. Tyson Bajent, um 20 of 33. 162 yards, mistake-free in terms of interceptions, zero interceptions, did not throw a touchdown pass in this game, but he kept it clean and was asked after the game, hey, if this is your final game quarterbacking this year with the Bears, you know, how do you reflect upon this and this night? And going out with a win is obviously fantastic, uh, you know, for, for the team and, um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if this is it. You know, nothing really changes for me with, you know, the preparation, how I'm attack every week. Um, but, you know, I learned that it's really hard to win in the NFL. So appreciate all, all the wins. And um, just really, I appreciate the team, you know, staff and player included. They've all rallied behind me extremely well. And, you know, always, you know, I never had a doubt for a second that they all had my back. Well, I'll tell you what, it's true. He's made the most of his opportunities in that he has gotten notice. He's gotten two starts on national TV. He has made a number of good throws. We know that he's made a ton of mistakes too, but he's done enough, I think, to get the attention of the rest of the league in terms of being a guy who will be on somebody's roster, you know, throughout his career. Who knows what the limit is? I mean, I tend to still think that he is he is going to be a backup in this league, but who knows? Earnest guy, hard worker, all that stuff. And Matt Eberflus, you know, clearly this game plan was even more conservative than the last. 
They did not put him in risky situations like sometimes they did last week in terms of trying to force the ball in coverage and forcing the ball up the middle. In this game, they played it safe. Matt Eberflus made a big deal about that after the game. Not necessarily the play it safe part, but the part where asked about Tyson Bayon simply said he did not turn the ball over, put us in position to win. Classic game manager, and that's what Tyson Bajan was. And he gets the W by his name in this this victory. On to the regular starting quarterback. The Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus, was also asked about Justin Fields and where things stand with him. Are we going to see him play against Detroit when the Bears do play there a week from Sunday? Yeah, we'll see where it is this week. We'll see where it is. Um, And uh, it's a big week to make that evaluation. You know, so we'll see where it is. And when when Justin's healthy, he'll be our starter. And. And we'll see where it goes. How close was he to being available today? Yeah, that's all I have right now. I don't have anything else. No, no more updates on it. That's all I have right now. That's where it is. I can tell you that he was not close to being available today. Um, he never went out on the field in pregame. Never got out of his street clothes. You know, while the team was out here, I saw him strolling into the into the locker room. I mean, plenty and plenty of time. But this guy, he he was never going to play. Um, and you know, the fact that he was not out there for pregame that didn't even do any kind of warm up. So this is, I think that after, you know, Friday's prayer, Friday's after Wednesday's practice, it was like, all right, we're going to shut you down until, you know, next week, you know, get, get yourself right. Come on back Monday. And hopefully that grip strength will be good enough for him to play the game. I definitely think he's going to start. I can almost guarantee it unless there is some sort of setback. And, you know, the fact that that Matt Eberflus made sure to tell us that when he's ready, he is our starting quarterback, making it very clear who the number one quarterback is for the Chicago Bears. Um, Jalen Johnson talked about the fact a lot, a lot of what I heard in the locker room talking to players was this was a, day, a game that was ugly, um, but a win is a win. Um, Jalen Johnson kind of echoing that, but his own twist on it. He was asked about what does it say about this team that they were able to gut out this ugly victory? I don't want to say resilience, but I mean, I thought that's the game we were supposed to win. So, I mean, I feel like we, we made it a little too tight. But, I mean, I think yeah, we got a W and going back to the drawing board after this long weekend. Flew said at halftime, at least he told the broadcast, that he had some things up his sleeve to pull out. What did he? What was his message to you guys, I guess, about what the second half was uh, I mean, I was, I would assume we were, we were trying to get a lot of turnovers. So I mean, we were trying to get us some calls to get, get some turnovers, and of course that didn't happen. But I mean, overall, I feel like we kept a very consistent, solid game plan throughout the game. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. I, I, I love the honesty from Jalen Johnson. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you know, it felt like a harrowing win, but you should beat that team. I think we all saw not a particularly good Carolina team, a team that. Definitely banged up. You're you're without your your best defensive player. You're without your second best wide receiver. So there are reasons. And you know, um, you know, Bryce Young didn't look particularly good. So you know, I'm looking at the the Bryce Young numbers right now, bringing them up. And Bryce Young, 21 of 30, 185 yards. He had one really nice pass in the game, but. Other than that, I do think the Bears did a good job of rattling a rookie quarterback. You know, other teams have been doing it to Bajit. The Bears and Matt Eberflus's defense did it to to uh, 
to uh, Bryce Young. I keep wanting to call him Tyson Bader for some reason. I have no idea why that is happening, but it is. You heard Jalen Johnson asked about Matt Eberflus saying that he had something up his sleeve at halftime. That's what he told the Amazon broadcast. And the um, you know, Matt Eberflus was asked about that. Was something up your sleeve? And did you were you able to get it all in in the second half? Check this out from Flus. Uh, no, no, we didn't. Uh, but uh, we, we certainly uh, you know had a good plan uh, coming out there. And uh, again, it was uh, a defensive game uh, this 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 week. And uh, I thought the guys uh, did a really nice job finishing the game the way we're supposed to. And uh, well, we did good. Did we see what was up your sleeve? Did you use it or? I don't know. What's up yours? <laughs> <laughs> You got me there. Yeah. Uh, so good. I mean, I got to say, it was really nice to see Matt Eberflus happy at the podium, laughing, joking around with the reporters. He said that a couple of times. Another reporter, that was Jason Leisure, another reporter asked him, you know, the same question, and he had the same response. Hey, what, what was up your sleeve? So Flus was loving life after that game. And give it to Flus. Give it to Flus. Um so, yeah, I, I was trying to think of what actually was up his sleeve. He said defense. Um, Jalen Johnson told us, you know, that they were going to really try to go for turnovers. I don't know if they, you know, there was some schematics that they were looking at defensively. But usually when you say up your sleeve, it's something offensively or special teams or a fake or something like that. Um, yeah. So, Flus, fun and Funning out there. Uh, one more thing um, from DJ Moore. DJ Moore, five catches, 58 yards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He also had uh, gone up against his former team. And again, he said it wasn't like emotional or anything like that. I don't know. He's such a calm guy. Um, but astoundingly enough, this is a star receiver who got called for two offensive uh, interference calls, OPIs. And listen to DJ Moore's reaction to that. They was getting on my nerves today because they, they called me twice for it, and then they're going to have the nerves to talk to me afterwards. I'll talk to you afterwards because uh, neither of them was passing the parents, so it's okay. Uh, the second one, they ain't say nothing about the second one. But the first one, they, they said that I drove him downfield too far. I was like, he initi- initiated contact with me first, so I, um, I don't know. Maybe we need other refs. <laughs> oh, man, DJ Moore being pretty real. Yeah, he was pretty pissed by his locker when we were asking him about that stuff. But for the most part, he was all smiles and, you know, said the same thing that, you know, sort of the theme of the night that it was an ugly win. Um, and you probably watching, you probably saw it and probably thought the exact same thing. How about freaking Amir Smith Marset with a, a touchdown return? Um, that, that was something, man. You know, he, he burned the bears. What was it in Minnesota with the out of bounds, that was something to see him do that. Was, I actually had to look at the flip card. I was like, oh, my God, that's Marset. That's unbelievable that he did hey, Brody, that. I have to pop in real quick to give uh, our colleague Lawrence Holmes credit on the air. 
he called that there would be an Amir Smith Marset punt return touchdown. Did he really? And made a bet with Bernstein. Wow. Twenty to wow, I saw okay, that's why Bernstein tweeted what he tweeted. Yes. I saw that he said unbelievable or something, and then he he tagged Lawrence Holmes. 21, 20 to one odds on a, <laughs> on a dollar. So what? so Lawrence Holmes earns himself twenty dollars. Oh, so he did put, mo- oh. did put money on it. Oh, wow. Wait, did he actually put money on an app, or are you saying just a bet with Bernie? No, just a bet on the show, on the air. Okay, all right. Score. He gets 20 cash dollars tomorrow on the show then, right? Yeah. Uh, you okay. know, Lawrence used his resources, and, uh, you know, he had a feeling. He talked to some folks. Oh, yeah, he talked to folks, huh? Oh, yeah, he had a feeling. (laughs) He had a feeling, and it came to fruition. Oh, okay. We've been talked to some folks. Yeah, I've been told that Amir Smith-Marset is going to have a a 79-year. He was told specifically, just look look out for it. It might happen. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Hey, thumbs up to Lawrence. I mean, that's I mean, that's fair. I mean, you know, I don't obscure, but that's that's you know, that's outside the box thinking by Lawrence. It sure, bro. it sure is. Good for Holmes. I, I appreciate that, Ray. Thank you. Hey, Ray, pop back on here really quick. Um, what time am I on the Bernstein and Holmes show tomorrow? Uh 10 40. 10 40 in the morning. Quick turnaround, Brody. Okay, because yeah, as we're recording this, it, it is the next day, right? That's now. right. It's so, Friday already. Yeah, but I know you, Ray. You'll send me a courtesy text, and that'll make sure that I'm awake tomorrow at 1040. That, that's right. I'll give you yeah. the wake-up call. Like, <laughs> like, like a hotel. I appreciate it, Ray. Hey, that's it for this podcast. The Bears uh, beat Carolina 16-13. to 13. Hey, good seeing Eddie Pinheiro out here. It's good when he misses a long field. How about Cairo Santos? Couldn't even mention him. Cairo Santos, man. Gets backed up another five yards and makes a 50-plus yard field goal. That that dude, talk about a rebound from missing a bad one last week. Credit to Cairo Santos. Credit to Deontay Foreman. 21 carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown. So just getting to a few guys that I didn't get to. But we'll be breaking it down all day on the score. Like I said, like Ray said, I'll be on with Bernstein and Holmes today. As you're listening to this on a Friday, I'll be on at 1040 with those guys. And I'll be out at Hallis Hall at noon to find out what's up find out what's up. That's it for me from Soldier Field. I'm Mark Grody for the Daily Score.